Today, I'm sharing my 20 favorite tips for sticking to your fitness routine. We're going to talk about setting up a routine that works for your life and how to make a plan that you stick to, how to keep up the momentum and get the momentum back when you've lost it, how to find fitness that is fun for you so you don't dread it, and how to change it up when you need to. We're talking about planning ahead and getting outdoors and just doing the best you can each day and knowing that's not the same every day. Lots of other things like getting yourself workout clothes that you like and are comfortable and preparing your playlist and or audiobooks and podcasts ahead of time. We're getting into why it's important to know your goals and why this is a priority in your life. It's all about sticking to your fitness routine today. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Welcome back to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. Today we're talking about how to be awesome at sticking to your fitness routine. I've been thinking about doing this podcast episode for a while now, and I decided that today was the perfect day because if you're listening to this real time, just before the holidays is like the best time to get into the mode of sticking to your fitness routine. I mean, it's good anytime, but I feel like this is the time of year that is easiest to slip out of the fitness routine. And if you're anything like me, once you get out of the routine of it, it can be so hard to get back into the routine of it. And I recently kind of went through this in my own life. When I had my birthday last month, I sort of slipped out of the routine just a little bit, like not as much as I have in the past, but I went on a little birthday trip and then there were so many celebrations. I was still doing my workouts, but like just very modified versions. And then slowly I kind of lost the momentum. So I had to kind of pep talk myself and read a couple books on the topic. And so here it all is. All together, how to be awesome at sticking to your fitness routine. Whether you are not exercising at all and you want to start or whether you kind of sometimes are in the rhythm of it and then sometimes are out of the rhythm, wherever you're at, I think this episode is going to bring you a lot of value. I have put together my 20 plus favorite tips for sticking to your fitness routine. Now, first, I think it's important to figure out what you want. What is your goal? What And make it realistic and, you know, be kind to yourself. Let's, you know, I, I like a goal that is ambitious, but not something that is so ambitious that you're going to get discouraged because it's almost not attainable. So let's find that sweet spot in there and, and really set some goals. So for me, I like to work out every single day. And that does not mean it's an intense workout every day, but that's how I keep up the momentum. And on days when I am running tight on time or if it's a weekend and I just don't feel like doing it, I do something. Maybe it's 10 minutes, maybe it's 30 minutes, whatever it is. For me, I just feel the best when I wake up and move my body. 
So on a mellow day, it might be a stretch video or kind of a yoga video, something that's more like stretching and just like moving my body. And then on a day when I have lots of energy and, you know, more of my normal day when I'm not just looking to maintain, but I'm looking to build muscle and grow, then it's like a full one hour combination of whatever it is. So I think first, figure out what's comfortable for you, whether it's three days a week, four days a week, whether it's every day like me, figure out what that looks like. And again, make it realistic so that you can make a routine of it so that it works realistically in your life. Then let's make a plan that we can stick to. So when are you going to do it? For me, it works absolutely the best if I can do it before everyone wakes up in the house and my email's not going, my office, my the girls in my office aren't there yet because once, if I try to do a workout later in the day and I see things pinging, I just keep stopping um, and it just doesn't work for my life to put my phone in the other room because sometimes people need answers right away. So I am the happiest and I get the best workout if I do it right in the morning before anyone wakes up and then I can shower and then my day is going. My body just feels the best. Like I would work out. I'm one of those weird people that I would exercise if it didn't make you look better. I mean, just because I like to, I like the feel of it. I like to feel strong and I want to live a long time. So plan ahead, figure out a routine that works for you. Plan ahead, like lay out your shoes, plan what workout you're going to do. I know going into the next morning what fitness tape I'm going to do or if I'm going to run on my Peloton treadmill that I love. I have an idea of what I'm going to do before. So that way when you wake up and you're groggy, you're not trying to figure it out and lose, you know, 20 minutes here or there. Make a plan that works into your routine. And I think the key is, is do it so there's no decision to be made. So say your days are Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you go to Orange Theory before you go to work or right after you drop off the kids or you're going to do something at home, whatever that looks like, just make a routine and then set it. So that way it's not a decision like, am I going to, am I going to exercise today? Like the decision's already been made. You just have to go through the motions. That has what has worked the best for me. Also, do fitness that is fun for you so that you don't dread it and then change it up if you need to. I love the idea of muscle confusion. I think that doing different things is so good for our body and so good for our mind. So there are so many different things you can do outdoors. And I think getting outdoors is also a great way to change it up and get fresh air and keep you motivated towards your workouts. I think that a lot of times we get off of working out because it becomes like, you know, we dread it or it's boring. In that case, instead of stopping and losing the momentum, change it up and do something different. Ask your friends what they're doing. Run outside, run stairs. I just think that when you hit that wall, I feel like like we all do at some point where you're just like, oh, you just dread it then it just means it's time to pick something else. Pick something that sounds fun for you. And obviously, you want to get stronger and build endurance and all that stuff. So pick something that is fun for you, but also is going to help you achieve your goals. Like on Obey Fitness, I love the sculpt classes. I love the power classes with some heavier weights. And sometimes I do classes that for me, I don't feel like necessarily help my body as much, but I, I just think they're really fun. Like the dance cardio classes are really fun. 
I don't feel like that really tones my body. I mean, it's good cardio, but not as good as other cardio. But sometimes you just need to do something that's fun and moves your body and you sweat. So goal accomplished. But if for my body, if I'm really doing what works for my body, I'm telling you, it's it, it involves weights. Even if I do the sculpt classes that they call for three-pound weights, I'll do five-pound weights. Just because if you listen to my podcast a couple of weeks ago about planning for old age, how to be awesome at 100, it's really about muscle, muscle tone and flexibility. So that's what I'm trying to condition myself for. I get up and down off the ground a lot so that my body stays limber. But I really think lifting weights in whatever weight is comfortable for you is key for strength and long-term strength. So I always try to, to incorporate some sort of actual weights, like challenging weights in some of my workouts at least a couple days a week. And also I think one thing that's really important when we think about this is do the best you can. Don't beat yourself up. Every day your best is different. You know how sometimes you'll you'll kill it and you walk out of there like, I left everything in that gym. I, I left everything I got in that gym. Like that was amazing. I feel great. And then other days you're like, God, I barely got through that. I did 50% of what I normally do. But listen, that's the best that day. Maybe you're tired. Maybe your body's sore from a previous workout. Maybe you didn't sleep well. Maybe you're feeling a little under the weather. Whatever it is, I think it's it's still an A plus for doing it, for going through the motion, showing up, and keeping the momentum going. Sometimes I'm like, man, I am so tired, or you know, I just feel so off. I'm it's barely even going to be worth it. But I'm telling you, it's always worth it. You know the saying, you'll never regret a workout. I think it's so true, and more than anything, it just keeps the momentum going. And I always feel better in some way, whether you stretch or do something mellow, or listen, if all you have is 10 minutes, I will just make the most out of those 10 minutes. Like that's my goal. I'll say, all right, man, I'm I'm running late or whatever it is, or I have a really early morning something. I'll say, whatever time you have. And listen, when you have a shorter period of time, you push it more because you know, I only have to get through these 10 minutes or these 20 minutes. So I think that's the key is doing it doing it no matter what if you have it if you have it scheduled even if things go sideways do a modified version rather than calling it for the day do a modified version and tell you and it's almost it's so mental because it's like to, it's like proving to yourself yes you committed you're going to work out every monday wednesday friday and you did it it was only 15 minutes when the plan was an hour but you did it you showed up and you did it and you know a plus for that i think that's something that's really interesting that i've learned about myself and by reading books and it works in lots of aspects of life but it's just so interesting how if you commit to something and you stick to it you're proving to yourself that you're dedicated and you're going to you're going to do it and you're going to you're going to follow through on on what you committed to do another thing is treat your workouts like an appointment I know a lot of people who love working with trainers for this reason. Like they won't they won't miss an appointment with the trainer, but they would kind of miss an appointment for themselves. It's very interesting. So for me, I love working out alone. It is like a quiet time. I'm around people all day long. So for me, it's like my only alone time. I like to listen to either loud music or podcasts or audiobooks, which we'll get into a little bit more. But if you are someone who needs to be accountable to somebody else, then maybe a trainer is a good idea. Or do a buddy system. 
find people that friends or a group that you somehow are accountable with. Maybe you meet to jog or you do Orange Theory at the same time during the week. Or maybe it's like a virtual buddy system where you kind of just hold each other accountable and a friend or something that you um, that you talk to about fitness and that's kind of your commitment together. I think for a lot of people that works really great because you know, it's kind of like, well, you know, I can kind of let myself down. That's fine. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to, if I have an appointment with a trainer and I'm spending money and they're waiting for me, I'm not going to miss that. So if you're someone that needs to be held accountable, think about that. Think about um, getting a buddy system or even um, a couple appointments with a trainer and see if that helps you treat them like an appointment. For me, I treat it like, like I said, like an appointment to myself. I have an appointment to myself. I'm going to do the best I can and show up. And I put it on my calendar like it's a set appointment, like it's a meeting, like it's a Zoom call, like I'm meeting with someone. So that way I'm treating it seriously and I keep up with it. Again, back to the new workouts. I think that there are so many different types of workouts and I believe in muscle confusion. And I think that it's so good to try new things. As far as online workouts go, I love Obey Fitness. I love Tracy Anderson for sculpting those small muscles and um, really kind of doing that fine tuning. She really kind of focuses on light weights for like a dancer body type thing, but it's challenging. It's lots of mat work if you like working on the mat. Really interesting. She starts with arms with no weights and then does a series of arms with weights and then it's pretty much on the floor with ankle weights after that. I feel like it is – She's very big on muscle confusion. All the workouts each week are just slightly different, so that's really good. Obey Fitness has such a variety of classes from weights to stretching to yoga to Pilates to sculpt to power. I mean, there's everything on there. There's prenatal, there's postnatal, there's stretching, there's recovery, everything you could find. I really love it, and I love how often they upload. I also love the Beachbody On Demand because it has so many workout programs. So if you want to start a program and it tells, you know, do this on day one all the way to day 20, I think that is the best online platform to use. And I've I've done all of them at different stages and I'll kind of be really into one and I'll switch it up to another. But I think that there are so many ways. And listen, you don't need very much to do any of those. You don't need equipment. You literally need mat, hand weights, heavier weights, ankle weights, and that's pretty much it. Maybe a band if you like a band. I'm not a band person. I always do leg weights or arm weights instead of a band. But I mean, it's talking about eliminating excuses. You don't need a lot of space. You can do it anywhere where you live and you don't need a lot of equipment. And then most of them are really reasonable in the monthly fee, far less than going to a gym. And it just, it's in my opinion, it's so much more convenient It takes, you know, you save so much time, so it makes it so much easier to stick to. Another tip, get workout clothes that you like, and they have to be comfortable. Figure out what's comfortable for you. Shorts, long pants, cropped pants. I love the workout pants that have like kind of an infinity band at the top, so it's not like a hard band. Like I just want a nice kind of high-waisted, very smooth band at the top. For me, it's really comfortable if I'm running around or if I'm doing squats, get something that makes you feel cute, but also that you can move in and it's good for whatever temperature you like to be. 
I do like, I do some exercise in like long pants with high waist and I do others in just shorts because I just, if I'm running, I want shorts or if I know I'm going to get super hot, I want to work out in shorts. I just don't want to, I just don't want to feel like too stuffy. So I just think, really think about your workout clothes. Think about what's going to be comfortable, what's going to make you feel cute and what's going to make you, you know, there's nothing worse. Like sometimes I'll put, I'll just throw on something random and I walk down to the gym and I look in the mirror. I'm like, oh my God, like I almost feel discouraged because I just kind of wore the wrong thing for my body or just put on something old. And then I don't know, I'm just almost discouraged before I even start. And that's not a good plan. So lay out your clothes the night before, put your running shoes out so you there's no decision to be made. Again, you're not kind of clustering around in the dark trying to figure out what you're going to put on. Lay out something, lay out something that is nice, even if no one's going to see it, you're going to see it. Nobody's more important than that. Lay out your workout clothes, get your shoes, get all the things so you literally just step into it and start moving. Also, I love a big old cold container of water. I love my Hydro Flask with the top and the straw that goes with it. I just, I, first of all, I drink a gallon of water a day and I love it, but I think that drinking a lot of water in the morning is just so good for your body. And it kind of makes me like wake up a little bit. So I get up, I drink some water, it wakes me up and then it helps me keep going through the workout, having nice, refreshing, cold water just because I just, I don't know, I feel like replenish. Okay, replenish, keep going. You know, when you are only like 10 minutes in and you're like, sweet Lord, I have so long to go. But those things keep me going. The cold water and also music, podcasts, audiobooks. Sometimes I just feel like music. I want loud music. I want to power it out. I want to think about my day. I want to think about what I have going on. Or I just want to think about the workout and think about the moves. And then other times I... If I maybe if I'm doing a class I've already done before and I don't feel like I need to listen to it, I'll keep the audio on but just on low so I can hear when the transitions are. But if I know that I don't need to watch, you know, hear every single thing, then I'll set up another um, iPad or laptop with um, a TED Talk or a um, audiobook or a YouTube video. Or I like doing it on the those instead of my phone just because I feel like my phone doesn't go quite loud enough if I have both audio on a little bit. But I love, I like listening to audiobooks and I like listening to podcasts, but I find that YouTube videos really like keep me engaged because I'm watching the video too, not just listening to it. So I tend to do podcasts and audiobooks more so when I am getting ready or cooking or something like that. And I tend to do more YouTube videos when I'm exercising just because it gives me something to watch too. So maybe that tidbit will kind of help because sometimes, especially it gets monotonous like anything else, doing the same thing or similar every day. So I try to, both the night before, lay out my workout clothes, know what workout video I'm going to do and know what I'm going to listen to or watch. It just helps me get going faster in the morning. And I think another thing is, is, I talk about this all the time on so many podcasts, but it should be mentioned here. Go to bed on time, wake up on time. Try not to push your nights so late to where you wake up late or you hit snooze and you miss your workout or you get, you're just so tired that it really is painful to do. I think it's so important to try to stick to a good bedtime and a good wake up time, as boring as that can be sometimes. But I just feel like you, our body needs the rest to keep ourselves 
you know, running all day long every day. And also, if you are doing these workouts on a consistent basis and lifting weights and pushing your body, your body needs that time to rest and recover. So get the sleep you need, hydrate, and, you know, make a plan that you'll be excited to keep. A couple more things. We're going to talk about momentum because I think that's the most important the most important point in this whole thing. And then we're also going to then we're going to end with celebrating because I think that's really important too. So we talked a little bit about the momentum, but when I was really reading about this and reading about trainers and experts, it's so interesting that like I mentioned, just doing it makes you do it more. Like the more you do it, the more you do it. And I really think doing, going, do, making it happen no matter what is just so key. When, when, whenever you've decided, however, however often you've decided to do it, I think that trying to keep up the momentum is key. And then when you get out of that rhythm, get right back on. Rather than saying, eh, I'm already off. I'm just going to start on Monday. I really think you should just start that day, even if it's modified. Say you went on vacation or you got sick or someone in your family got sick or for whatever reason you stopped working out, I feel like we shouldn't beat ourselves up. I feel like we should give ourselves grace. You can't change the past anyways. Let's focus on the present and get back that momentum. Even if you have to start back with baby steps, I think you'll just find once you just bite the bullet and do it, it makes it so much easier to keep doing it. You got to know your goals and know your why, and it will help you stay on track and not second guess yourself and not be like, oh, do I really have to do it today? I've already done well. No, like whatever you've decided to do, just stick with it and keep up the momentum. And finally, celebrate. This is the best part. And I think that many celebrations should happen all the time, especially for something like this that's a challenge. You're challenging your body every time you exercise and work out and you're getting stronger and you're getting more limber and all the things and all the mental benefits that come with it. You are taking time for your health and your body and your well-being and I just think it deserves a celebration. I know for some people, this comes in the form of like special meals and cheat meals. I personally don't classify anything as a cheat meal. I think if you have a craving, you should you should enjoy. And I think in general, on the regular, we should eat to fuel our bodies. I talk a lot about this on, on a lot of podcasts. But I think a special like celebratory meal when you've hit a certain goal or you're proud of yourself in a certain way for some reason, or maybe you were able to run further than you had ever run before. Whatever those milestones and moments are, I think we should celebrate. For me, that celebration comes in a 90-minute Thai massage at my house, it is for me. I, I really try to I really try to book it when I feel like I have pushed my body and I'm really what it is is when I'm extra sore. When I am consistent with workouts and I'm proud of myself and I really give it my all and I get to the point to where my muscles are sore and I feel tense, that's when I book a 90-minute massage like you've you've done it. Like you did a great job. Let's give your body some love. Let's celebrate. For me, that is the ultimate celebration and indulgence is doing a 90 minute Thai massage. And I love Thai massage because it's a really good medium pressure massage with stretching. She is up on the table and stretching me every which way. So it feels like such a 
such an add-on to my workout. It makes my body feel better. It makes me feel recharged for more workouts. So that's the way I celebrate with an epic massage when I feel like I've really pushed my body and I've really worked out and my body is sore in the best way. I reward myself with a massage and in a way it just it just it makes me feel accomplished and proud of myself even if listen even if my body doesn't look the way I want which is a lot of the time I think we have to give ourselves grace and celebrate what we have done great and not focus on the little imperfections that we still don't like we have plenty of time to keep working on it I think that we should give ourselves a little grace I think we should work hard set goals set a routine and stick to it and then celebrate. Celebrate in whatever way feels best for you because you deserve it and it's going to keep you going. It's going to keep the momentum going. It's going to keep it exciting and it's going to keep you on track. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast all about sticking to your fitness routine. I hope you grab some little tidbits that you insert into your life and it really helps, especially going into these next holiday months or whenever you listen to this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.